following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radiolawtalk.com. We're going to have some excitement today. To You are here at the most exciting and entertaining, but I'd say sometime informative show on Earth. Other than the alien shows, this is uh, myself. I'm Fred Penny with Todd Kunin, and behind the glass we have Cal Hunter, our producer. Thank you for joining us. Call us at 855-LAW-RADIO. We apologize for those of you for the first few hours. We didn't take very many calls due to the fact that we had a wonderful guest on, Mark Altimos out of uh, Pennsylvania. But you can call in 855-LAW-RADIO if you have any questions. Uh, remember, uh, it, it is very important that you do not take what we say as gospel truth. You seek local counsel in any issue you have, any legal issue. We are not dispensing legal advice. We're talking about general topics of law. And the best part about it, we're trying to have fun with them. Again, we're trying to have fun and entertain you at the same time, maybe give you some informative information. Today, speaking of informative information, this is very important for those of you out there, and the issues of life are not nearly as important as the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders. We're going to talk about them, because there's issues about them settling a lawsuit, and you kind of got to, yeah, yeah, you kind of got to look at it, though. It's how much money these cheerleaders are making in comparison to the football players and even the mascot. We're going to do some comparisons and talk about the lawsuit, Todd and I. Uh, Denise is on vacation. And then we're going to talk about Weinstein and Flynn. And we're going to have some other topics. where We possibly, depending upon how quick the show goes, we could talk about the Obamas uh, have, having issues of copyright lawsuits. Uh, believe it or not, after you're a president, you do have business and normal business that you take care of. And uh, there's some issues of some copyright lawsuits or potential lawsuits uh, if we can get to that. But uh, in the meantime... Todd, Cal, and I are sitting here, and, and we do have some important things to note about case or no case, and that is we are here on three hours. And if you want to join us for all three hours, you can listen live at www.radiolawtalk.com. We want you to listen to our affiliates. We love our affiliates. For example, someone asked me, where do you listen if you're in the Chico, California area? KPay carries us, and they replay us on Sunday. Um, but if you want to listen to the whole uh, three hours, you can go back to our website and listen to our podcast. But uh, if the last few hours we had case or no case, Fred Penny won the first hour. The second hour, I think we all tied. Isn't that correct? We all got points. And so uh, Mark Altimos, who was on our, our earlier show, helped Todd and got him a few extra points. But the best part about it is Denise gets no points because <laughs> she's not here, and I am smoking Todd. Yes. So with that, Cal, let's roll our final case or no case of this week. Now it's week. time to play case or no case. Yay! I like that one. Denise keeps asking for a Denise, Denise, Denise. Yeah, just tell, no. We're just too busy to get yeah, no. yeah, 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 too busy. yeah, no. When, we, we had time. We when, when we have the show in her building, then we, then we, <laughs> we can do it. All right. Now, case or no case, as I take you, ladies and gentlemen, to Taos, New Mexico, where a young man by the name of Billy Pilgrim was a wannabe gangster. Tattoos. He had the clothing, right colors, but he had no street cred. He couldn't even get arrested. He wasn't a bad guy at heart. He just wanted to belong to something, and he thought maybe looking like a gangster would be a good thing, because maybe he could get in a gang, and that would substitute for his shattered family. His main thing was to walk around the streets of Taos with his pants sagging very, very low. So low that a police officer decided to stop him and have a chat about public decency, because his backside was hanging out for all the world to see. The officer admonished Pilgrim argued, he argued, and eventually was given a notice to appear for indecent exposure, and so he sought counsel. And I ask you, case or no case, this is the case of the reappearing cheeks in Taos, <laughs> New Mexico. And uh, Mr. Penny, I believe it's your turn to go first. So what say you, case or no case? Good question. And let me tell you, I've talked to many a judge, and I know a number of judges, like a lot of lawyers do. 
And I'm not going to say the exact words, but generally speaking, a lot of these cases that come before the courts are what they call uh, – the judges aren't putting – I'm putting this is in my words. Uh, being a jerk uh, case or uh, not shutting your mouth case or just agreeing with the officer case. Because you know what? I bet you if the officer walked up to this individual and said what he said and the guy said, your officer – okay, thank you, let me pull my pants up and tighten my belt and walk away. That officer would have just walked away, got in his car and taken off. But no, he had to run out the mouth and that's why the officer goes, all right, I'm going to arrest you for indecent exposure. Now, it depends where you are. Let me tell you right now. What I've seen at water parks and on the beach, (laughs) that guy... Is having decent exposure, not indecent exposure. And let me tell you what I'm going to say. You're talking about thongs and things like that, Fred? Yeah. What I'm saying is, <laughs> and the vast majority of the time, I say to myself, you should not be wearing that. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, the men. <laughs> it's like, dude. Really? Really? Yeah, right. Have you ever looked in the mirror? <laughs> Put some clothes on. <laughs> so, you know, is that indecent? What I see now in all over the western United States, I don't go to the east coast as much as I should, but all over the west, there's nothing uh, a woman wearing a thong or even a guy wearing a really, really skinny Speedo. What's the difference, Cal, with that and a guy wearing his pants down and his underwear showing or even the top of his crack showing? To me, you know, I, I don't do that. I don't believe in doing that, but when it comes to being liable for something like that, no freaking way is he going to get thrown in jail for that, even in New Mexico. So the answer is, it is a case, and the low-hanging guy in the and wants to be a gangbanger gets off and walks out of the courtroom with his pants around his ankles. Hmm. Mr. Kunin, what say you? In well, the of well, the, uh, well, this uh, is... Uh, of the peachy, cheeky case. I was just going to say, yeah. this is a cheeky case, if right. ever I heard one. Right, um, well, okay. So I want to clarify here, because Fred said arrest, but you said citation. the officer just gave him a citation with right. a notice to appear, right? right. Correct. Okay. So I'm going to do. I'm going to say that this is a case. If it's not a case, then none of what I say next matters. If it is a case, there's a high possibility that none of what I say next matters. But um, <laughs> this is what I'll say. If, if it is a case, all right. But 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 but. Yes, but 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 yes. Oh, never but, mind. Uh-huh. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> all right. So, was the could the officer detain the guy, stop him, to talk to him? Yes, if sure. they have reasonable suspicion to believe that a crime has occurred. You don't have to have proof beyond a reasonable doubt. Could the officer write him a citation to go to court? Yes, he could. He didn't arrest him. They don't need probable cause. Just still a citation to go to court. Would the guy seek counsel? Probably. Would he be convicted of indecent exposure on the facts that you gave us? No, because indecent exposure requires a certain body parts to be exposed and what i heard from you did not fit that and b the exposure has to be for the purpose of sexual arousal of either the individual or somebody else there was nothing in this fact pattern there so i would say count it is a case defendant wins hey we're we're pretty good on that i'm glad mark's not here to give you some points because you know why this is an easy one, I think. Uh, you know, that's probably he probably tricked us, and it's not a case, but it's Could a be. real scenario. But well. but I'll tell you right now, Cal. I've seen you walk in here with your pants around uh, your oh, ankles just before. the one time. But that was when you were getting out of the bathroom. You <laughs> yeah. couldn't, couldn't. I had to, I had to hustle in and run a break. And run it was a just break. the one time. <laughs> one time I do this, and I'll never live it down. But sometimes you have to ask yourself, don't you just think? Of, oh, those of you out there, call us at eight five five Law Radio or tweet us at Radio Law Talk if you have an opinion. But really. Look at some people out there walking around in their bathing suits at a water park or on the beach and just say to yourself, and I'm not ripping on people because I'm the worst, wow. We'll be right back and talk about the wow factor. Gone are the days of men wearing suits to baseball games. We'll be back with more Radio Law Talk after this. Don't go away. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. I am Cameron Levitt 
Chief Operating Officer of Concussion Medical Clinic. California's first concussion medical clinic is now open. As concussions increase each year, there has never been a greater need for concussion specialists. Our physicians at Concussion Medical Clinic are board certified in pediatric neurology and sports medicine and have partnered with universities, hospitals, and rehab clinics to expedite the recovery process. Simply put, we are elevating the standard of care. When you need an expert concussion opinion or concussion care, visit concussionmedicalclinic.com to schedule your appointment. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y-Lawyers.com. I've got to get my car washed, this dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today, I don't know what I do. Man, I know this place right down the road. Quick, quack, car wash. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quack, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Quick, quack, car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. The cost of getting rid of garbage is high, and recycling products is lucrative. If you're a business or know of a business that needs an individual compactor or baler, call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. If you already have an industrial compactor, baler, or shredder and need service, don't forget to call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. Northwest Compacting, your full-service industrial compacting and baling company. Read more about them at northwestcompacting.com. Many women have so many clothes in the closet, but then we go to get dressed and find we have nothing to wear. Ah! We've all been there. We all want to be comfortable and fashionable at the same time, and it's difficult to find clothing that makes that task effortless. But at Letty & Company, you can find trendy, comfortable clothing that is affordable, things you'll want to wear every day. Shop with a purpose, online, with free shipping. Just go to lettyandcompany.com. LettyandCompany.com. Chris, can you put the video game controller down for a second? I can talk and play. Oh, I'm totally annihilating this punk kid in Nebraska. I just feel like you're not acting like a grown-up in our relationship. M2, M2! Well, you know, you still ride your skateboard to work, there's the comic book collection, the race car bed... Look, I'm young at heart, but I put money to my 401k every paycheck. I picked up a few savings tips at feedthepig.org. I have control of my financial life now, and that feels pretty grown up. Put away a few bucks, feel like a million bucks. Putting some money from every paycheck into a savings account or contributing to your 401k can make a big difference later. For free ideas and easy tips on ways to save, go to feedthepig.org. That's feedthepig.org. So, I bet I look like a grown up to you now. Well, except for the footy pajamas, I'd have to agree. This message brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public... No points for you. This is Radio Law Talk with Frederick Penny. Well, I was going to take a picture of me having my pants down low and my underwear shown, but I don't think uh, Cal would. I mm, think that would be yeah. embarrassing. Yeah, mm. I think that's good. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the whole world is, is, is sending a thank you card right now. All right. So basically, a guy walked around the streets of Taos, New Mexico with his pants down, showing off his buttocks. A police officer talked to him, and the guy argued with the cop, and the cop gave him a citation, said, tell it to the judge. And both Todd and Fred say it is a case and that the uh, the guy with the saggy draws is going to win, basically, right? That's exactly that, right. And this is a uh, – yeah, go ahead. And this is uh, going to be interesting. Yes. Well, 
For those of you who say this is a case, may I see by a show of hands, that would be Fred and Todd. Okay. Well, oh, that's a scenario. Well, well, I made it up because, interestingly, and Todd nailed this with his uh, appropriate legal theory, in New Mexico, indecent exposure is defined as intentionally exposing one's primary genital area to public view. Buttocks are nowhere to be mentioned. So, no case and not guilty. Primary genital. Primary view. genital area. So, that would be, I guess, frontal, lower area. nudity. What about upper upper body? Oh, wait. Your accountant's doing it. Oh, don't do that. No. 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 I wonder, seriously, and this is something serious. We're not going to get in detail. But what about the upper body? Is that... well, I, I wonder don't, if that's included in it. I don't, I'm I don't not quite know if sure. that's considered indecent exposure, but it does not say that even, for example, a woman's chest area would be considered huh. uh, as indecent exposure. I could look that up. Uh, I, this is just one of those uh, summaries of, can, of laws in states that I picked this up. Can I of. tell you a quick story? Sure. I'm, I'm, this is anecdotal. This is very interesting. Sure. So I was a brand new married man. This is in 1985. And I worked at this water park, and this water park, they put me in as just a, like an assistant supervisor. I became a supervisor, and then the manager quit, and they said, you're the manager now. And this is over in a month and a half period. And I'm a, I'm a little kid from a country boy place, sure. and this is in another state. And I'm sitting there, and someone walks up and complains, says, there's some people here from France Uh-oh. that are wearing inappropriate stuff. Yeah. clothing, yeah. Yeah. which, by the way, is probably appropriate nowadays. And Fred said, I better check this out. And no, no, I was scared. <laughs> I was scared. I was like, they said, they're over there, right over there. And then another family came up and complained. And I talked to, like, one of the owners, and they said, that's your job. Go take care of it. And I was so, I didn't know what to do. Sure. I walked yeah. over there, and yes, they were wearing typical European-type bathing suits or, or not wearing uh, yeah which is very very right. little right. and i'm like right. what am i gonna say and I, am i gonna kick these people out and they and as i started to walk up to them it was toward the end of the, the day they put their clothes on and pack it up and leaving for the day and i was like dodge that french bullet <laughs> didn't have to deal with that anymore was so. one of them uh, todd was the oh you're not from no, France, no, no, no 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 <laughs> no he said we oui, we oui. and i said no <laughs> please please to, yeah. to answer your question about the the brestal area yes, uh, yes. Uh, yeah. What's uh, the... in, in california and and look i know that this is california but this is pretty uniform all around uh Indecent exposure is the genital area, so it right. would not include uh, above the waist. Right. Really? Necessarily. Even me, if I was without my shirt, that's not Well, indecent that's exposure. gross, but that would, I don't oh. know if that's against the law. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess the real issue, huh. I mean, this really has been, and, and the reason I brought this up is it has been a lot of public debate. Many women, there I think is an organization called Free the... Uh, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you have to say uh, that which though? is ma- mainly where women want to be, have the freedom to walk around without their shirts if they want to. Mm-hmm. To which I can only say, more power to you. It's okay if you want to. It's okay, fine. Cal, we know where you stand. No, I mean it is okay. What? Yeah, no, it's not okay. I'm oh, kidding. You, just, we don't know. I don't know. Uh, you know maybe what? Maybe it is. Who know. knows what's going to happen nowadays? Uh, that brings yeah. back fond memor- memories memory. to uh, it, you know, it, when I was a child. Think about it though. Go back to when they had TV in the '70s when I was looking. Oh my gosh! I mean, what they're Showing today, oh boy, it, now, it would be like they'd be arrested. I probably. dream of Jeannie had to have her belly button covered up with That's a flesh-colored exactly right. belly button plug. That's exactly yeah. right. So, well, so. I don't. I, well, you're right. I, I was just going to say, did you ever watch Charlie's Angels or The Love Boat? I, there were a, the, the Dukes of Hazz. There were a couple that were pretty, uh, you know. Oh come on, nothing like now. Let's move like on. This. Nothing. Let's like move that. on. Yeah. So the Dallas Cowboys sued. <laughs> so we're going from that to the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> sure. Nice. Sure. Is that a good segue? <laughs> Yes, it is. I think it is. Dallas Cowboys <laughs> Let are... Let me play the magic sounder, Fred. Okay, okay we've now uh, changed oh. stories. <laughs> oh. I wish Denise was here to help me to transition Turn to Turn the real... page, boys and girls. <laughs> to oh, to transition Cowboys to a real case. <laughs> Todd's single, by the way. How many of those cheerleaders have you talked about? Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders, please call 855-LAW-RADIO. We are in Dallas on KBDT. We are. Cheerleaders, please call. Todd needs a date. He's a handsome young man. Well, He's a former prosecutor for the DA's office. The problem is he has a bunch of cats. And yeah, those and, run and they play his us life. back on Sundays, and the cheerleaders work on Sundays. There are three elements to Fred's yeah, statement. Handsome yeah. young man, 
Mm. Two of the three are fraudulent. You're on a right, I Jack. am a man. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> All right, Dallas Cowboys. They're settling a lawsuit against Dallas Cowboys because of their pay is so out of whack compared to what the players, even what the mascot makes, et cetera, et cetera. Now, let me tell you, I, I kind of know a little bit about the professional sports thing. I've been involved in it before. They get paid very, very little. They The cheerleaders, in fact, the Cleveland Browns don't have cheerleaders anymore. And a lot of uh, NFL teams are not having cheerleaders anymore. Um, but the, the pay is very low. And I guess the one argument we've talked about off the air is this is a stepping stone. Apollo Abdul is a, is a typical example of a stepping stone. You use this as a cheerleader to move up and into acting, into dancing, into Broadway, right. whatever. It's, and a it's a career builder. It's a right. career builder. But listen to the numbers. This is what's in. Listen to these numbers. So Ezekiel Elliott just signed a $12.9 million. And we're going to talk yeah. about that tease comparison. Em. Tease them. We're going to talk about that comparison to the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders when we come back, but you are right. They're in the entertainment industry, and there's a lot of paying your dues in the entertainment industry to get resume builders, demo reels, that kind of stuff, so that it'll pay off in the end. So the, there's a lawsuit. It settles. Yes. But what's interesting we're going to talk about is we're going to start comparing numbers of individuals, and Ezekiel Elliott is the star running back yes. for the Dallas Cowboys. $12.7 million a year? $12.9. $12.9 million a year. We're going to break that down. What do you think? Call us at 855-LAW-RADIO or tweet us at Radio Law Talk. We'll be back to talk about the cheerleaders. This is Radio Law Talk on RadioLawTalk.com and on your radio station where you're listening right now. And we thank you. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to RadioLawTalk.com. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy. And I'm happy too. Thanks, Tax Doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please, don't wait. Your life matters to us. 800-918-1376 That's 800-918-1376 Warning, don't let your business get left behind in what is likely to be the biggest economic boom in recent history. If you need to build for your business to grow, call General Steel today for a pre-engineered steel building designed for your needs. No wasted space. Steel prices are expected to rise, but you can still lock in your price on a General Steel building. And you can still save as much as half the cost and time of conventional construction. As much as half. But you must call now. If you need a church building, office, warehouse, 
warehouse, manufacturing space, retail space, or more. Call General Steel today. You can still get the General's 50-year structural warranty and General Steel quality, all at a price you can afford. So don't let rising steel prices put your project out of reach and stop you from making your company great. 800-617-9312. That's 800-617-9312. All right, guys, we need to have you read some lines for our disclaimer promo. But first, can anybody tell me what a disclaimer is? All right, then. Well, uh, Denise, you go ahead. Non uti consilius me oriere por questus purpurium juris consult. Latin, that's a nice touch. Thank you, Denise. Next time we'll try it in English, if that's okay. Fred, how about you? Cal, I don't want to read all this. Can we just tell the people that we're discussing general legal issues and they should hire their own attorney instead of relying on what we have to say here? Well, we could, I guess. Uh, uh, Chris? I'm not going to be there anyway. Why have me do it? Let's, Let's have, have Todd, Todd do it. it. Me? Read disclaimers? Why, I couldn't. <coughs> the information you hear on Radio Law Talk is general... The preceding promo was for entertainment purposes only. And if you want true legal advice, contact your own lawyer. Just a tip from your friends at Radio Law Talk. Be sure to read our disclaimers on radiolawtalk.com as well. Most of my family, they never graduated high school or even let alone go to college, so I'm trying to break that barrier. My daughter, Brooklyn, was also a motivation for me to go back to school. Every day after work, went straight to school, studied hard, and, and it paid off. At age 26, Kareem finished his high school diploma. I could not have done it alone. I feel like if I didn't have anyone to push me, I wouldn't even bother to do it. I got one milestone down the drain, and now I got to work on the next. I see the future is really bright for me. I feel like it doesn't matter the age, as long as you go back and get it done. The high school diploma is just added to the confidence, and now I feel unstoppable. No one gets a diploma alone. You have more support than you realize. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. I like that show. This is Radio Law Talk. And now, back to the show. Todd, give us some t- statistics about Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders and other people, including the mascot and who makes what. Yeah, so, all right, so the, the claim for the cheerleaders is... One person that was cited that's kind of been the head of this lawsuit, she said that on her best year, she made $16,000 as a cheerleader. And on her worst year, she made like 4000 Now, I can understand the beef that the cheerleaders have when you consider that the mascot made 60000 That's 6-0, 60000 to be the mascot. And the cheerleaders, who are far more recognizable, in my opinion, uh, are only making at most like 16000 But just to compare that to the players... Um, Ezekiel Elliott, star running back, held out, just signed his six-year $90 million deal. This year, his salary is going to be somewhere around $12.9 million. Folks, they get paid weekly in the NFL, so that's spread over 17 weeks. He's making $758,000 a game. And a when you, game. A game. And when you figure that on average in a low offensive game, 50 offensive plays, and, you know, he's not going to play every play on offense, especially like uh, punts. He just doesn't play and stuff like that. But 50 plays on offense, he's making an average of a little north of $15,000 a play. Not even all those are running plays, and he's a running back, but 15000 bucks a play. So he's making more in one play than... Uh, well, arguably, pretty close to what this cheerleader made her best year as a cheerleader. Isn't America the greatest country in the world? Can you imagine somebody running a football and getting $15,000 for doing it once? I know. How cool is that? Good for him. But you know what it's about, though? I'll tell you what it's about, though. That guy brings in money for God. Exactly. It's about... It, it's it's the... Uh, it is demo- not democracy, but it's capitalism at its best. It's He brings in the money for them. 
That's what I'm there saying. would be no cheerleaders without the Cowboys. Now, that's an right. important point. On the other hand, they need to be treated fairly. Right. And that's the other side of this coin. You know, earlier we were talking in one in the previous hour, we were talking about some labor related issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to me, this is not gender equity or anything. They're not football players. They're not out there blocking anybody. But it is a matter of simple fairness to me uh, somehow. And it's it's not my not my rodeo, so I can't say. But just to, from where I sit, it would, it would seem so. Yeah, the one issue is that what does it? I, I could see the football thing. That's like these guys are blowing their bodies apart, and these guys are the ones that are really making the money for the team. But when the mascot makes sixty thousand dollars, now there's a number of more cheerleaders, and they're going to get more publicity as a cheerleader, and that will, as we talked about, will help increase their resume for you know all types of things including singing or acting but that amount of money what and, and, and you know look again this is capitalism but it's all about what's the competition what's the supply and demand for the job what's the competition for the job there was a reality show called the Dallas Cowboy Cheerleaders where right. they went over what people had to do to become a cheerleader and there were so many people applying that they had to have pretty strict uh, selection criteria and whatnot. And if you have a lot of people that are applying for that job, well, the price to do that is going to go down if the employer can say, why would I pay you 20000 when I got a line of people ready to do it for 15 or sure. 10 exactly. or, or And mm-hmm. so Ezekiel Elliott isn't in the same boat. The Dallas Cowboys can't go, well, why would I pay you $90 million for six years when I got a whole line of other running backs that can be just as productive? And the mm-hmm. response is, because you don't have a whole line of other running backs that will be just as productive. To which Jerry Jones says, all right, you're right, sign here. Exactly. Okay, now, also, on the mascot thing, there's one mascot. Right. There's, what, 12, 14, I don't know how many 16, cheerleaders there are, 16, yeah, whatever the number is, so more, many more than that. So, but think about this, Cal. Listen, yeah. since this dispute, and by the way, the case settled and it's undisclosed, so we don't know. But since this lawsuit, the Cowboys have increased the cheerleader pay from eight dollars an hour to twelve dollars an hour per game, and doubled from two hundred to four hundred a game. It's like, come on, that okay. now, now, can they get a lot of perks? I'm sure a lot of stuff's paid for, but still, I'm telling you. Even if you say, if you're a pure capitalist, you got to say, that's a little bit low. But, you know, let's look at community theater as an example, for real-life example, perhaps. Um, and the little community theater that I do some stuff in, the actors get nothing. And yet they're the people that, that folks come to see, the show and the actors. The people backstage, they all get paid really well. The director, director does fine. But the actors get nothing. The producer gets the money. The tech people get the money. The actors zip. So that whole model is turned directly upside down. Then what's the purpose of them? There's a, there's, they've got to be getting something out of it. What are the well, actors getting out they of it? Do it? I do it for, for community service. I do it because I enjoy it. It's something I like to do in a community service project for me. But... Todd does more of it than I, I, so. I. I'm an actor. I can tell you exactly why people do that. I need stuff on my resume. I decide I want to act. I can't go. I'm not going to be able to go down to Hollywood and tell an agent in Hollywood, you don't know me at all. And I've done nothing. And, and I have done absolutely <laughs> nothing. And you have a reputation in this town. But I want you to send me an unproven commodity to the casting for the next Transformers movie or Mission Impossible or whatever. Trust me, I'll make you look good. Have you ever auditioned before? Never. Never. Have you ever been in anything before? Never. Do we know you won't freeze? No, you don't. But I can do it. That's why people do community theater, because it it, shows it shows your willingness to stick to it, to persevere through the hard times, that this is more than just a hobby. You're going to treat it like a profession, that you're going to learn your chops. You're going to learn how to act just like anything else. You know, you don't get paid to go to school. Right? Exactly. You usually pay to go to school because theoretically in school you are learning how to do something, especially if you go to a trade school. They don't really have trade schools for some of these things. You have to get your experience some other way. Well, I think things are going to change also, dude. Just a lot of the the Me Too movement and the LGBT. I know the Sacramento Kings basketball team has uh, shut down their cheerleaders. There's no more cheerleaders anymore. They have a dance group that's uh, has L- all throughout. It's got LGBT people through it, and has and people of all declared of all, all declared genders. Declared genders. That's right. exactly yeah. right. And in yeah. fact, who was it just declared a gender? Sam Smith, the singer, just declared he wants to be called a them, not a he 
or a she from now on. Yeah. Apparently, that's the latest report on that. So anyway, we di- we divulge off to the left, but there's issues with here with uh, how long. I, I don't know how long the Dallas Cowboy cheaters stay around. Things might uh, come to the point where they don't have them. But, and these, by the way, are the most famous cheerleaders. L.A. Rams are fairly uh, famous cheerleaders Who also. Who used to be called the Embraceable U's, E-W-E-S. The huh. Embraceable U's was the name for the L.A. Rams cheerleaders. I didn't know me, that. Me Too has changed that. That's interesting. I would think. Yeah. Well, let's talk about, speaking of Me Too, Netflix producer Alexandria Canosa our Canosa is now she sued brought a civil case against Harvey Weinstein. She was a producer for I think approximately ten years for Harvey Weinstein, and she claimed that he sexually harassed her and had actually uh, more than sexually harassed her. Took her did it was sexual rape. She, she's claiming it was rape. full on rape. Full on rape. And so the issue here now in this lawsuit is uh, whether or not some certain emails are going to be produced that were found by defense, and that is defense, Harvey Weinstein's team, um, that talk that there are a lot of issues of what is said on these emails, including a little bit, uh, I'm going to say spicy, a little bit of spicy emails back and forth between her and uh, Harvey. And the question is, should these, these be admissible? And they're fighting to allow them to come into court. And not only are they fighting that, um, as Todd was saying, and we were talking during uh, the break, it might help her to allow some of those, even though some of them seem like it's going to hurt her because she talks about her affection toward him. Because he's what's his argument? His argument's going to be simple: it's all it was not rape; it was consent, right, Todd? And that's where it, we are. Exactly. She's she's alleging multiple acts of sexual assault, rape between 2010 and 2017, and in one of the emails, for example, the day after the alleged incident, she sends him an email saying, "quote I'm thinking about you." And again, this was the day after. And so the defense or the process, not this, this is not a prosecution. This is not a criminal prosecution. This is a plaintiff. This is a civil case. So the plaintiff, Miss Canoso, is saying her team is saying this should not come in. We don't want this is just a small snippet snippet of you know, thousands of emails that were sent. You're cherry picking from this. And the defense is saying, no, it comes in. And look. From a certain extent, she could claim this is how pervasive this culture, the rape is. I have to act like I still care about him while this is going on. Otherwise, I lose my job. There's a way to spin it. I think at the end of the day, it's relevant evidence. A jury should hear it. Yeah, I want to talk about why I think it should come in and and what the arguments could be on both sides. It's really interesting because I do civil practice and uh, whether this should come in and how it should be used. Because don't forget, a judge can determine how it's used. And uh, we're going to be back to talk more about more about this. We're also going to get in a little bit about the uh, Flint, Michael Flynn investigation. And if we have time, we'll get into the Obamas. We'll be right back. The final segment of Radio Law Talk is coming up right here and right now, so stay tuned. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In. Ready to grow with you. Many women have so many clothes in the closet, but then we go to get dressed and find we have nothing to wear. Ah! We've all been there. We all want to be comfortable and fashionable at the same time, and it's difficult to find clothing that makes that task effortless. But at Letty & Company, you can find trendy, comfortable clothing that is affordable, things you'll want to wear every day. Shop with a purpose online with free shipping. Just go to lettyandcompany.com. LettyandCompany.com. Not all law firms have extensive experience in all areas of the law. It's wise to look for firms that have knowledge and understanding in your particular area of concern. So go to ProLawFirms.com. They have listings of attorneys in key areas of practice, such as family law, estate planning, personal injury, bankruptcy, and so forth. 
When you're looking for a lawyer that has extensive experience in your particular area of need, go to ProLawFirms.com. That's ProLawFirms.com. ProLawFirms.com is not a law firm and does not endorse or recommend any specific law firm. I am Cameron Levitt, Chief Operating Officer of Concussion Medical Clinic. California's first concussion medical clinic is now open. As concussions increase each year, there has never been a greater need for concussion specialists. Our physicians at Concussion Medical Clinic are board certified in pediatric neurology and sports medicine and have partnered with universities, hospitals, and rehab clinics to expedite the recovery process. Simply put, we are elevating the standard of care. When you need an expert concussion opinion or concussion care, visit concussionmedicalclinic.com to schedule your appointment. The cost of getting rid of garbage is high and recycling products is lucrative. If you're a business or know of a business that needs an individual compactor or baler, call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. If you already have an industrial compactor, baler, or shredder and need service, don't forget to call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. Northwest Compacting, your full-service industrial compacting and bailing company. Read more about them at northwestcompacting.com. I am a veteran. I lost both legs in Vietnam. As America's veterans face challenges, DAV is there. My victory was getting my benefits and a good education. DAV helps veterans of every generation get the benefits they've earned. I'm a veteran. I didn't want to admit it, but I had PTSD. So veterans can reach victories, great and small. My victory was finding help and learning that I wasn't alone. Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. Even in the hustle and noise of this modern world, we feel the pull of the forest to walk under the canopy and feel transformed. National forests are essential to life, majestic and grand. They clean our air, supply drinking water to millions, and provide homes to countless wildlife. They fuel our imaginations, inspiring us to think big, and now's the time to do just that. Fires and natural disasters devastate our forests each year. That's why we're replanting millions of new trees across the country. The Arbor Day Foundation needs your help. We've heard the call of the wild and we've answered. Scientists, foresters, volunteers, and members, together we can preserve and protect our heritage and legacy. We must act now so that the generations of today and tomorrow can continue to depend on our forests. Visit arborday.org. You're listening to radiolawtalk.com. And now back to your host, Frederick Penny. Radio Law Talk. So the issue is, you know, this civil case with Netflix producer suing Harvey Weinstein and whether or not these emails come in, especially the email, you know, soon after the uh, alleged rape. Uh, she says, quote, I'm thinking about you. Um, and, you know, she says, I miss you, too, in another email. Uh, that's for the jury to determine. The jury needs to hear that. This is going to go to a jury of our peers, and that's what they need to hear that. And the arguments, uh, you argue the context. And like Todd said, that's what defense argues is the context. But to leave these out for the defense, I think, is a travesty. You've got to be able to put in these these key issues of whether or not was it consensual or not? That's the whole question there, consensual or not. And this may be evidence, but a jury may be able to determine that by themselves with some special instructions from the judge that this is a snippet. The judge can can make special instructions. If we lived in a perfect world, I don't want to offend anybody from a religious standpoint, but I'm going to use a term here, and it just it refers to an all-knowing, all being, all right? right? If we lived in a perfect world, adjudication by an all-knowing or all-seeing God, what I call the God's eye view, would be ideal. Somebody who could say, this is exactly what happened. Right. We don't have that. We have imperfect people, people that don't know everything, who are struggling, because we don't know everything, to try to recreate the reality in the courtroom, to let the jury know exactly what was actually going on so they can make a decision. And when you seek to have evidence excluded, sometimes you're detracting from that. I think that these are necessary so that the totality of the circumstances, what was actually happening, 
can be shown to the jury. Would it be damaging to one side or the other? Maybe. But the jury needs to see it. Right. That's exactly right. In 2017, she's emailing him condolences when his, when his uh, mom passed away. And she's you know saying nice things to him. At the same time, the alleged abuse continued, she's claiming, until September 2017. Took place in New York, L.A., and overseas. And yet she's sending these condolences. Now, I'm not saying that she wasn't raped because... The issue is she could still be just trying to, like you say, okay, I got to be nice to him, you know. But the thing is, this evidence needs to come before a jury. The jury can decide whether or not she had done it just to kind of keep the peace or whatever. To me, one of the one of the most telling emails was the one set in 2013. Now, this was three years after the first incidents of rape, when she said incident of alleged rape. Yeah, of alleged rape. When she says. Quote, you have been my mentor and friend for many years now and have never failed to give me the right advice. I am trying to figure out what my next step should be for my career as a whole, and I trust your guidance completely, period, close quote. Personally, I don't see how one could send an email to somebody else while at the same time claiming that that person has raped you in the past. And, continu- and continues. And continues to do that. I don't see that. And that's probably why a jury should hear it, because it needs to be explained. Right, explained. And there yes. may be a reason for it that she still was raped, but she sent these for a reason. But that has to be explained. Exactly. The most powerful man in the movie industry, clearly at the top of his game, I can see where there could be a person having to play this awful game that she is playing. Absolutely. And, and a jury has to look at this and see if it was, in fact, an awful game she was playing or whether she's really just trying to go after some money. Let's think about the claims that numerous people have made that have allegations. Almost every one of them said on the first encounter when they went to the, the alleged hotel room and the first proposition was made, every one of them, almost to a person, said, I was felt like I was in a situation where I had to do this or my career would have been over. It was something that they felt that they had to survive through. And look, if he actually did those things, and this is something that somebody feels they have to say in order to survive, well, it, it just makes what he did even worse. Well, don't forget, that, that, this guy was a powerful man yes. in the industry. and That's re- my point. Yeah, exactly. it, yeah, this guy could probably blackball you in the industry, and, I'm, and I could see people saying, I, I got to just go along with it, or I'm dead. Meryl Streep, except it was either a Golden Globe or an Academy Award, and in her speech referred to Harvey Weinstein as a god. Now, I don't know how much more powerful somebody can get in Hollywood than to have one of the best actors in Hollywood refer to you that way. Exactly. Remember they have those roasts on TV where... The celebrity roast. Dean Martin. Dean Martin did the celebrity roast. And this is back in the 70s and the 80s. And I still remember the day that Dean Martin's up there talking. Oh, no, it it was Don Rickles. And he's ripping on everybody. And then he leans down and says, what are you talking about? You're not listening to me. And, oh, yeah, they're... You're that new Harvey Weinstein, the real, oh, you're the new guy coming up. You got all power. And he was sitting in the front row, front table. And this is late 70s, early in the 80s that he had that much power. And And the point is that because of the money involved and the prestige involved, Mm -hmm. so many people get work very hard to get into the movie business and apparently are willing to sell a portion of their soul to stay in, I guess is what I'm taking away from this. And it's a horrible thing to think. Well, about. that's what Todd and I have to do for you, Cal. I, I, it's I, just the problem is we had to sell our soul to you. Can, can, will you please right. produce this show you please for turn us? on our microphones? Please turn our microphones on. Let us please do this, Cal. Please, sure. please, yeah. please. Yeah. Well, no, we didn't have to do anything. We just had to, you know, we just had to give him a couple of donuts. I, I didn't fine. sell it to him. It's a lease with an option to buy. Yeah. He hasn't picked yeah. it up yet. Uh, the, uh, the Krispy Kreme with the, punk, with the yeah. pumpkin and the cheesecake yeah. inside? Come on, Fred. That, <laughs> Look, was, that was a deal maker. <laughs> there's no issues here with sexual harassment. It's, no. it's just it's food harassment. Yes. We, all we have to do is he makes us bring us a, bring him a Krispy Kreme donut, and he's happy. Yeah, That's all it's all. It doesn't take much. And send me a little note that says, I trust you with my career. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, three-time Emmy Award nominee, never a winner. Never a winner. We trust yeah, you with our funny. career. How could you dare? <laughs> okay, Todd, let's talk about the Michael Flynn yeah. and how this ties in. 
Okay, so in the Weinstein case, we're talking about evidence that could or could not, and Weinstein is saying that the emails were exculpatory. They tend to show that he was not guilty of that. Similar issue is in the Michael Flynn case. Now, Michael Flynn was the first national security officer uh, appointed by Trump. I don't know that he ever got to the confirmation process before he had to resign early on in the Trump administration, within months, because of misstatements that he may have made to the vice president, as well as allegations later on that surfaced of his violating the Logan Act, which is talking to ambassadors who weren't uh, without the appropriate authority. The Logan Act, really quick, is United States federal law that criminalizes negotiation by unauthorized persons with foreign governments having a dispute with the United States. The intent behind the act is to prevent unauthorized negotiations from undermining the government's position. That's what it is. And the long and short of it is he was caught up in the Mueller investigation. He copped a plea being charged with various things, including being less than truthful with the allegation he was less than truthful with FBI agents. Um, He has since fired his legal team that negotiated his deal. He's hired a new one because there are serious allegations in the wake of all the Andy McCabe stuff from the FBI, former FBI director, that the FBI withheld exculpatory evidence prior to his plea. And that is a no-no in criminal law. In criminal law... You have to turn over the, all the discovery of things that you intend to use at trial or reasonably intend to use. But if you're a prosecutor and you have evidence that tends to show that a defendant is not guilty of what they're charged with, you've got an obligation to turn that over whether you intend to use it or not. And apparently the allegation is there's stuff out there they didn't turn over. Mm. And we're going to see what happens there. But if you remember the Duke lacrosse case where the stripper said she was raped and the DA withheld evidence and he later went to jail, there was a murder conviction overturned unrelated because his career was in the toilet because of all that. That's where prosecutors can get in trouble. We'll follow this with Flynn to see if there's anything in the future. Well, that's good because I know Fred is over there quickly preparing his quick take. All I got to say is California AB5, uh, whether or not you're an employer or not issue with California, let's see how far this is going to go, Cal, to determine whether or not an employee is an independent contractor or an employee. Because you know what? I'm going to continue to argue my kids are independent contractors while they mow my lawn. <laughs> I am not going to allow the state to make them an employee. Attaboy, Todd. On those heels to the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders, the new chant, rah, rah, re, kick them in the knee, rah, rah, rage, pay a minimum wage. <laughs> okay. And there you go. Thanks for spending your time with three idiots. And we're going to be back next week. Remember, if you want to see or hear any of our shows, Go to www.radiolawtalk.com and our episodes are on podcast. See you next week. You have been listening to radiolawtalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated.